One, two, three, four. Are you ready? It's episode 117. Brace yourselves. It's a 3 3 0 down. The Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. Welcome to the Spoils of Akron podcast, your podcast featuring the eccentric people, residents, artists, and all that good stuff from the Rubber City. And. <laughs> Speaking of the rubber city, did you have a nice 330 day, Shane? I had such a good 330 day. <laughs> you and Josh had amazing shirts, by the way. You know, I like to just, I love a theme. So right. I'm in all the way every time. You're like, instead like, of picking an existing shirt, I'm going to make my own. I made one. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take, I brought my own like thrift store clothes and I took them to rubber city clothing and they can print on anything. So you just take I, it in and they were like happy to. I was wondering about that. Excellent. Yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking of taking some things yeah. in to have them print on. And you know what I what I what I printed though is I actually had a blimp printed on my butt. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Very eye catching. <laughs> and then I heard someone went in later that day, and Angela had a blimp on her butt. So it must, you know, there you go. You it's going viral. Yeah. The the blimp derriere is is in fashion yeah, this season. I, you know, I like humor. That's what I do for fun. You yeah. got to keep a sense of humor, or what? You know, what's the point? You have to. If we don't laugh, we will all cry. <laughs> so, um, speaking of the three three zero and the rubber city and the amazing place that Akron is, we have a very special guest today, uh, Heather Roschick who is the Innovation and Entrepreneurship Advocate for the City of Akron. Welcome, Heather. Thank you. Heather is a very well-known person and and has been working in the entrepreneurship realm for at least a couple years, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and tell me a little bit about what your job entails. Uh, Well, I work for the Mayor's Office of Integrated Development, and I'm the mayor's point person for issues related to innovation and entrepreneurship. So I um, help keep the city updated on what's happening and what's needed in uh, the entrepreneurial ecosystem, and um, and then act as uh, entrepreneur's voice within City Hall. Okay. So all these many startups in town, you kind of advocate for them with the administration and, and maybe help them through some regulations and, and some of the, the hoops that they need to jump through. So what are the some of the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, Heather? Um, well, I, I meet with entrepreneurs, so anyone who's uh, anywhere in their journey. So whether they're, you know, they have an idea for a new business and they're not quite sure where to start, I can help uh, connect them to the various resources that we have in town. Um, as you alluded, you know, I can uh, help them through some, you know, hoops or if there are things related to policy, I might can uh, help them navigate that if they're looking for spaces. Um, but yeah, just kind of helping them through that process. Okay. And you're also, um, you told me that you spend at least half of your time in the new Bounce Innovation Hub, which seems like a really cool place. It's an incredible place to be right now, and it's only getting more exciting. So yeah, one of my roles is as the uh, liaison between the city and Bounce. Um, Bounce is now spun off. It is its own nonprofit with its own board, and we just hired, uh, or they just hired an executive director, Doug Weintraub. Um, and yeah, there's so much going on there. It's really exciting. Can you tell the listeners about Bounce in case they don't really have an idea of what that is? Absolutely. So Bounce is Akron's innovation hub. It's down uh, on South Main Street, 526 South Main Street. It was the site of the Akron Global Business Accelerator. And so there are about 55 companies, uh, startups that are currently working out of that facility. And um, they're taking 
that model and moving it toward an open innovation hub. And so what that means is all of those companies are now going to have this amazing space on the first floor um, through funding from Burton D. Morgan Foundation and a state capital grant. Um, They're opening up that entire first floor, which is huge, and putting in tons of open workspace, community cafe, uh, an event space, offices that people can rent, where all of those different companies can engage with one another and and ideas can percolate. That was a very good explanation. Thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> That's a good elevator pitch. <laughs> right. That was good. So, so I, I see this trend uh, toward more collaborative spaces. You know, there's the tech center and the library. The Akron Makerspace has this big collaborative space where people can come in and build things, and they're actually going to be a part of this mm-hmm. as well. Is this a national trend? Is this something that um, you see in other cities or, or the city sees? And- yeah, they definitely exist elsewhere. And, and I do think that there is a trend towards um, collaboration in general and, and just letting, you know, people with different backgrounds and different ideas and companies that are exploring different kinds of innovation and different technologies, allowing them space where they can, um, I don't know, just kind of riff off each other, I think is really important. One of the things that I think makes Bounce different is that it is, it's not single track. So it's not just IT or just med tech you know we have people who are doing software and uh, and med tech and polymers um, but there's also an artist collective in there you know there's a company um, who is uh, using incredible hydroponic system to grow greens and so we're all of those people are going to be able to engage with one another and I think that that's when the really exciting stuff happens so it feels like <laughs> you said there's 55. Different mm-hmm. people there. So it seems like when you walk in, they must swarm you <laughs> like with questions. <laughs> that's what I would think of. I mean, that's like a large collection of, of people. What are like some frequently, some frequent questions that people have for you? You know, honestly, I think at, at the, the biggest question that I get from people right now is just what the future of Bounce holds. You know, there are so many changes happening down there, and um, it's a bit of an adjustment for the companies that are in the space. Um, so we're really trying hard to do a good job of communicating that as we move forward and letting them know that you know all of our doors are always open and it's probably better to work in a space like that than to be working from home if you're a startup or someone who's just launching a business you can throw ideas off of other people brainstorm a little bit observe some best practices I I think that's absolutely true. And the other thing is there are uh, resources for entrepreneurs that are located in that building, too. So like ECDI, which is a small lending organization, they're located there. The Small Business Development Center, which helps people put together business plans and financial plans and helps them figure out how to scale, they're located there. The Women's Network, Crafty Mart, just moved in there. So, you know, in addition to sharing ideas uh, between each other, they can also get you know, hands-on assistance from experts too. And and what's the goal? Is the goal to get people out of that space because they've grown so much that they get their own building? I mean, what's what's the ultimate goal in the lifeline, I guess, or the, I guess, the timeline of these startups? We would love to see that happen. That, yeah, you know, it's a place for um, startups to 
initiate their company, um, to grow it with hands-on mentorship and expertise, um, and of course, inexpensive rent, you know, so that they can channel those funds into uh, experimenting with technologies. And then, yeah, hopefully they, you know, they become so successful that they're able to graduate out of that space and move into uh, open space downtown. And your job is a newly created job, right? It is. It and, is brand and how, new. How did that? How did those pieces fall into place to bring you where you are today? Um, well, you know, I think that we've seen um, from Mayor Horrigan that he really values entrepreneurship and innovation as key points of economic development, and um, so much so that he wanted to create this position to to completely focus on it. And can you talk about? the Office of Integrated Development and how everything's sort of becoming combined now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the mayor announced that recently. And so the Office of Integrated Development combines um, the Office of Economic Development, um, planning, and then elements of engineering and brings them together under one roof that James Hardy is overseeing. And it's, you know, it, it's not, it, it's more of just kind of a formalizing of how we've been working and how we should be working, those elements are are so connected and, and we should be talking and working together and communicating on a daily basis. And this just kind of formalizes so it. So sort of just acknowledging what already existed, how those things all influence each other um, and like meeting it headlong, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. And being proactive, mm -hmm. too, to make sure that, you know, we're, we're having, you know, when we have a meeting about a project that uh, elements from all, you know, all those different aspects are in that meeting. Right. I wonder if that's a model that they have elsewhere that we've adopted or maybe we made it up. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, we're makers here in Akron. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try something new. We, we forge our own paths here, right? I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make, up, make sure. up a job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're an entrepreneur, Shane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All day. So um, let's talk about eBay, by the way. This is something else that you're involved in. And I feel like um, you're a very good resource because there's a lot of things, like different elements, and I try and keep up and at least be somewhat informed with all of these different developments happening. But you're sort of involved in all of these. And eBay is another thing that I think has some sort of a sense of mystery for some people where they're not quite <laughs> sure, like, well, what does that mean that they're here? And that we were, why did they choose us? And yeah. what does that mean? So could you give us sort of an explanation in your words of what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there is this incredible program called Retail Revival that eBay launched in Akron. And Akron is the first and only city in the United States where this program is happening, which is incredible. That is incredible. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And so uh, um, we they when they originally approached us, they were targeting 20 to 40 businesses to take part in this in this program. And they had so many incredible applicants that they opened it up to 120 businesses that are participating. And um, what the program is, it's aimed at um, trying to show that e-commerce can be helpful to brick and mortar businesses. You know, so often the two are pitted against each other, like, oh, e-commerce is destroying, you know, small town businesses. And what they're trying to show is that, you know, actually, if you um, create a great online business, that can grow your revenue to where you're able to, um, you know, maybe open a second location. Or if you were in danger before, you know, maybe you can stay in business. And they have examples of this working elsewhere. Um, but they're providing these 120 businesses with um, hands-on technical assistance from experts at eBay. Um, so a dedicated customer support team, they get a customized training program to help them um, make the best that they can out of the platform. 
And they get some uh, freebies like a, you know, a starter kit with a photo light box and um, some shipping supplies and stuff like that. And then their uh, first year store subscription is completely waived, too. Um, and so and they've done this in Germany. They had yes. a, like a test, a pilot town in Germany. I wish I could say the name. I'm going to have my mom pronounce it for us <laughs> at some point because it's hard to pronounce. But I was kind of reading about the results there. And I think they said it was about 80 percent profit increase for those individuals that were part of that program. Yeah, it, so, it was a tremendous wow. success right. there. And, you know, I, I know that I think everybody is a little bit hesitant to draw comparisons just because, you know, it's it's not mm. apples to apples and, and we don't know what it's going to be like here. But I mean, it certainly speaks to the potential of a program like this. And um, and it's I, I can tell you it's going really well so far. Well, and the, a big goal in Akron is to try and retain the talent and the entrepreneurs that we do have here. And so you don't you can stay here. You can buy a house for five bucks like an Akron <laughs> house, but you can profit like by selling your wares other places, you know. So that's kind of a real win win situation. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, um, uh, you know, 97% of eBay commercial sellers, which they consider anybody who's doing $10,000 or more annually. So almost 90% of those um, businesses sell internationally. So yeah, it's an opportunity for, um, you know, someone like Lauren Ward with Noto Boutique to reach a global audience that she might not have otherwise. Right. And then geographically, she can remain here without exactly. having to go actually go somewhere else, you know, and we can keep her. Yes. Don't go anywhere, Lauren. <laughs> right. Of course. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I as I see the landscape in Akron, um, a lot, there's a big concern over jobs and over the economy and people's, you know, personal living situation. And, and I see a lot of people deciding to start their own business rather than find the ideal job they're going to create their own kind of like Shane here we yeah. mentioned she yep. she created her own complete position in her own business basically and it's a creative business and um and, and I really like that spirit that's you know it's like rather than just complain about the situation people have taken it upon themselves to actually start businesses, launch businesses. And then you've got the mentors like Crafty Mart, who I have a lot of admiration for because they're mm-hmm. mentoring craft and art based businesses. Um, but yeah, it's exciting to see that happening. And, and what, what does, uh, you know, the word innovation gets tossed around a lot here in Akron. What, what does that mean to you? What does that look like to you, Heather? Oh, I think it's, you know, any, any sort of revolutionary way of looking at something. So it it doesn't, you know, I think a lot of people immediately think of tech or, you know, tires or manufacturing, but I think that you can be an innovator in, you know, those things, but also in music and art and um, city planning. Um, anytime that you're looking at something or approaching something in a new way, you know, that's, that's an innovation in, in a way. So, um, and also you're, you're leading up these entrepreneur meetups. I've been to some of these. Yeah. So this is really fun. Yeah. I was like, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to go to that. Right. (laughs) And I found (laughs) that apparently like, uh, I, I didn't realize how long I've been doing this. Right. So I'm kind of like, it's somewhat on the other end of it with some of it, but there's, it's such a cool resource that I wish I would have had back in the day, you know, because there's, um, there's something about having the local information about whatever specific field you're in that is something you just can't get elsewhere, you know? So tell me about these meetups and how people can learn about those. Yeah. Well, so the entrepreneur meetups were something that actually grew out of the on the table initiative from the Akron community foundation. Um, we hosted, 
did a uh, an on the table conversation of all entrepreneurs, um, and we had I think you know maybe about twenty that first day, and um, just had a, a really interesting conversation about challenges and benefits to being an Akron and what people are wrestling with in, in the entrepreneurship community. And at the end of it, everybody was like, man, this was so fun. I wish we could do this again. And I wish we could do this regularly. Mm-hmm. And so um, we uh, we manage a, a page on Facebook, Akron Entrepreneurs. Um, AMP Strategy manages that for us. They do a phenomenal job. And um, and so we, we decided to, to host another uh, another gathering, and that was at Hazel Tree Interiors. Um, Karen Starr helped helped put that on, and we had about twenty five people show up, and then we did it again a little while later, and we had close to fifty people show up. And so it's an opportunity for entrepreneurs in the area. Um, and when I say entrepreneur, whether you are a main street storefront business, or you know you're creating an app, or you're working on a you know new technology. You can come meet other people who are also trying to start businesses or have businesses already um, and network and share ideas and resources. So it's a lot of like peer-to-peer mentoring that happens there um, where people are recommending different things. It's a lot of like nitty gritty, which I enjoy, right? So like, how do you price these things? What what is a comparable rate like in our region or even things like personal things like time management? Like I have children and how do you manage your time and get all of this done? And um, so I, I like that like really personal approach to all of those things. And that just comes from experience yeah yeah <laughs> right I'm still figuring it out <laughs> yeah many, many learn by making mistakes and yeah. doing things wrong and that's how I've learned a lot of things and you know throughout right. my career and I think that's valuable to me to, it's like to the actually cliff notes. mess up yeah, yeah. There's, it's like the cliff notes on messing up someone else can mess up right. exactly right. yeah that experience is valuable to others so yeah, yeah, yeah if you're able to share that that's great and, and I have to put in a plug our next one is April 18th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the bit factory which is inside bounce bringing yeah, it full great. circle nice and, and i think you were you were one of the first hosts to take action after on the table um to do these meetups Woo-hoo. so that was very inspiring and there have been some others but but i think um you were the first among the first and just as a plug um because i am Akron community foundation employee um we are <laughs> releasing the results may 3rd for our on the table event from last fall so may 3rd uh, a Thursday at the Jonas Knight Center from four to six p.m. Um, you know you can you can go to our Facebook page to get the Eventbrite link, but we're going to release the the data from the surveys that were done, and and we had an amazing turnout. We had three thousand six hundred surveys turned in out of six thousand participants, which God, is sixty percent. In your you know in in you you've been in marketing and you know that <laughs> like twenty percent is, yeah, is good. Exactly. So we far exceeded that, and then an interesting. Uh, not to go too far on this track, but an interesting uh, demographic piece of information was of the respondents who turned in the survey, 70% were women. Um, and so mm. there's a there's an overrepresentation of women in the data results, but this is a trend all across the country. A lot of the That's other true. cities who did these surveys, and I wonder if this is because more women participated or more women had the follow through to do the surveys, but I find that an interesting statistic. So. Interesting. Yeah. So. Those results, I can't wait to hear about them. I mean, talk, talk about it. Just an incredible way to take the pulse yeah. of the entire city. It's awesome. Yeah, it, it, is, it, is, a, it is a good a good way to inform so many different things. Uh, I know that the um, 
uh, Mayor Horgan is, is going to use some of the data and, and policy making. So, so is Eileen Shapiro. Um, we will definitely use the data for grant making and figuring out where some of the, the sore spots are in the community that really need addressed. And some of these, in some of the problems that were brought up can be addressed with no money at all. Like there was That's a, true, yeah. there, there was a, there was a, uh, a common thread among a lot of different conversations where they felt like we, uh, there, there were different groups that just don't communicate with each other. For example, uh, um, you know, between some uh, ethnic and, and mm-hmm. racial barriers along with generational barriers. Young mm. people feeling like, you know, the baby boomers don't care, don't listen to them, vice versa. So some of these can be resolved with just meetups, just kind of like what you're doing with your yeah. entrepreneur group. Um, just, you know, low pressure meetups where you get people from different backgrounds, like mixers, you know, mm-hmm. that sounds cheesy, but something without an agenda where you just have people kind of meeting up and just getting to know each other a little bit. So that's one way to kind of eliminate mm-hmm. that tension, I, I would say. But mm-hmm. I went to a, a dinner or what was a lunch for the Urban League? The uh, what was it last week race? And it was a race relations type mm-hmm. of thing. And it was interesting because you were, you know, um, I went and I was I was a representative with Canopy, the LGBTQ organization in town. But they just put you all at different tables. I didn't sit with anyone whom I signed up with or who the organization from which I came. So everyone at my table was someone I did not know and really helped to facilitate these really like different conversations. So just something simple like that, like you're not going to sit with who you came with. Right. <laughs> because as we have habits as human beings and it just kind of broke that up on the way in the door. So I thought that was a really good idea. And it's really hard to discriminate against types of people who you actually have a personal connection with or know particular people. Absolutely. I find it much, you know, I, I would think it'd be much more difficult to stereotype and to discriminate. And so, yeah, these are all good things that we're getting this face-to-face type of activity. Yeah. So, so what, what are some of the, um, so back to you, sorry, we digress for a little <laughs> no, bit. No, I love um, it. What are, what are some of the barriers that exist for entrepreneurs right now? Um, I think, I think people, there, there are certain, I, I don't know that I would say barriers, but, but there's certain, um, topics that keep coming up over and over again. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just things that, that people continually wrestle with. And so, um, if you ask somebody, the first thing they're going to say is, is, uh, funding. And sure. so whether that is, um, you know, maybe a traditional storefront who's seeking a business loan or whether that is a technology startup who is looking for um, funding, um, there's yeah, that's that's money. It's didn't mm-hmm. you say that Shane earlier? Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's all, all about, about the, the Benjamins, Benjamins. <laughs> <laughs> in unison. Yes, it yes. is indeed. So I hear about funding a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, people wrestle with scaling, so um, you know, trying to figure out either when to make the jump to brick and mortar if they've been you know operating like a home based business mm-hmm. or they're you know in the in bounce and, and looking to get out of that. Um, trying to figure out how to scale and when to make those jumps, when to hire your first employee, that sort of thing. Um, and then there's also, you know, issues that are, are common to everyone, like HR, you know, dealing with employees. And that's something I don't care how big you are, whether you have one employee or you have 200. That's a pain point for everybody. Sure. It really would be. 
That's going to be interesting when everything opens up and walls are knocked down and everyone has a, a common space. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to bring a little drama, but that's, you know, new thing, new ways of dealing to socialize. You know, I hope everyone gonna... wears deodorant. <laughs> well, well, you never know. <laughs> so I want to I want to ask, like you personally, um, you're involved in all these things. What what is your big goal in your mind? Some, you know, what's your inspiration? Is there anything that's like set apart that would just get like you know, give you great pleasure if you were able to just do this one thing. Oh, my gosh. I hate <laughs> choosing one thing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so hard to pick one thing. I mean, I, I think that there is so much exciting momentum happening around space, um, not mm-hmm. only in downtown, but in our our business districts, in other neighborhoods, too. You know, the mayor just announced the Great Streets program a little oh, while yeah. ago, which is um, focusing on, um, you know, helping to give some love to those neighborhood business districts all over the place. So it... You know, if we can continue to see that trend, uh, you know, really gain momentum and start seeing these spaces fill up, um, that that would be fantastic. We have a lot of space in North Hill that needs filled. Yeah, exactly. And and that's part of the, that's one of the districts focused on this initiative. And there are these many downtowns that exist throughout Akron, which... Is a is a throwback to the before these districts were incorporated. They were their own you know villages mm-hmm, and cities mm-hmm. and whatnot. So yeah, I mean there there are like it, we we have a unique uh, a city where we have all these different downtowns within our own city. Right, and and also like recently announced was some more attention to making the city more bikeable. Right. Yes. Yeah. So um, that should be an interesting way for other you know to for people to sort of travel throughout those different districts too, and maybe bring it together. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm that excited. Yeah, I completely mm-hmm. agree. For people yeah. that don't have access to that, like for North Hill, for example, lots of people walk. You know, I see mm-hmm. people walking across the bridge and walking all the time there on whatever that's what's the name North of the North street. Main. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I, I would love to have for people to have more access to bike to those different neighborhoods too. Kind of. I don't know. For yeah, sure. and you know, all of, and all of these things are tied together. You know, it's about trying to, you know, really create a vibrant city or, or build on the vibrancy that's already here. So it's all exciting. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what keeps you in Akron? I know that you've been here. I think at least five, four or five years, right? Yeah, I've been working in downtown for um, about that time. Yeah, four or five mm-hmm. years. Um, and I've been in, in Northeast Ohio. You know, I was down in uh, Cuyahoga Valley National Park before that, um, working for an organization down there. But um, what was, wait, what, what uh, keeps me in Akron? Yeah, what, yeah, what, what keeps yeah. you in Akron? What, what keeps you here? Because I'm, I'm sure you could probably get a job in whatever city you desire. Um, so what, what appeals to you about Akron? What I love, I mean, you know, the people, obviously, I feel like that's, you know, the easiest answer. Sure. Um, that's the answer. Because, yep. I mean, they're great. We have great people here. Um, but it's also, I, I think that, you know, right now is just this incredible time in Akron. Like, the city is at this amazing tipping point. Um, and Mayor Horrigan has, I, I think not just because I work for him, I think um, (laughs) done an amazing job of really opening up the doors on City Hall and inviting residents, young and old and everywhere in between, to be part of the conversation and part of shaping the city's future. And to feel like, you know, I can be here and really make an impact on the city in some small way, it's so 
energizing. I mean, it's just, it's so energizing to, to feel like you're able to shape a city's future, have some part in it. To me, it feels like a wave, like there's a wave happening yes. and you have to ride the wave because it's not always the case, right? But we, we're, we're like kind of pushing through and making things happen, you know? I'm excited. I uh, Sometimes I don't want to leave because I'm afraid I'll miss something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. And yeah, I agree. And And it's one of those things where we there seems to be more and more national attention focused on Akron, you know, and that may have been kickstarted by the Black Keys or LeBron or whatever number of years back. But I feel like now there are, there are other reasons that Akron's becoming known for, which is great, and that's part of that wave too. Is mm-hmm. is that with that attention could come other resources, and it's good to everybody mm-hmm. to kind of get in on it while it's while it's hot. I guess strike while the iron's hot. That's right. Yeah. Uh- uh, Congressman Tim Ryan just had a group of uh, venture capitalists through here um, from the West Coast. And, you know, that's exactly Great. what they were doing was, you know, talking with different entrepreneurs, different companies and, you know, learning about the things that are going on here. And so they're going to take that oh, information I heard about that. They were like share. from Silicon Valley. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, yeah, we're the new trend. Let me tell you, it's not Silicon Valley anymore. Silicon, no. is it, I always thought it right. Silicon Valley. Silicon, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Say it yeah. wrong. <laughs> Silicon goes somewhere else. But anyway. Right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the details. So, oh, I have, you know what? I was looking, Heather, I was looking through like your history, you know, yeah. just to recall. Like, and so I came down to like your, your college here, Indiana University, <laughs> and you went there for vocal performance? I did, yeah. Okay. And then my next question is, why have I not ever sang karaoke with you? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know any of this. And I'm this, like, how did this get away from this me? This should have been a karaoke episode. <laughs> what, what is happening? So, so true story. I, I have sung karaoke exactly once. And the first <gasps> time was only like a couple months ago. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes, well, true story. Um, and I was really mad at the people who put my name in. Oh, well, so, so it wasn't by choice. It was, it was not. By force. No, it was under duress. Yeah. Under duress. Mm. I think there's something, you know, when you spend so much time thinking of singing as a thing that you prepare for and, right. you know, like, God forbid, you would never go out on that stage without being thoroughly prepared. Yep. The idea of just getting up there and like winging it in front of a bunch of people yes. is horrifying to me. Right. This is a different kind not of experience. Horrifying, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I find like people that are the best singers or they have had experience or they're in bands they're like I'm not doing that like that's going to misrepresent me and I have to go like sing with my band later you know because you're you know you're not good at every single song and in fact karaoke means tone deaf I don't know if you knew this you know no I didn't yeah. know that so, wait are you serious yeah, it means tone deaf that's a translation <laughs> so you're not supposed to like be awesome at it that's why I'm such a great karaoke singer I'm like I'm nailing not nailing you this. really are too Actually, I've heard you you're a good karaoke singer yeah, you'll sell yourself short. I, well, I, at your party, at your birthday party, I was like, "Wow, this well, you can sing." Yeah, I'm like I can't. I have my songs that I sing, but then I'll sing one that I'm not good at, and that's okay too, because that's just where I'm riding, right? I know. <laughs> we gotta keep expectations low. Right? Yeah, low expectations, <laughs> lowered expectations. Shane loves '80s metal. Yeah, uh huh, '80s metal, pretty much. I'm trying to diversify. I, I was asking.
asking my brother was in town i'm like can you tell me some old school rap you know i should sing Ooh, so you know i yeah. like to add one, one of my favorite karaoke moments ever was when um katie carver reed busted out push it and it was like wow. one of the best performances <laughs> I have ever seen out of this, you know, That's like awesome. adorable I, I mean, so, little person. So have you yeah. been in rooms with me and people were singing karaoke and I didn't realize or, or, or have we not been at a karaoke bar together perhaps? No comment. This. Yeah. Mm, she was hiding. She's stealth. <laughs> you, you're busted. You are busted. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you sing? Like, what do you, what did you do? Like. What was uh, your jam? I, I was I was uh, operatically trained. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. knew it! Wow! Oh, it's on <laughs> Carmen Carmen karaoke night. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. That was my spiel. It, and so another thing that you do, and and I think you're known for this, is is you're a runner and you've run some pretty high endurance races, correct? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It tells a little bit about that. What is, what is the longest distance you've, you've raced? Um, my longest distance is 50 miles. Wow. And, um, Ouch. I did that for the first time last summer as part of the, um, burning river race. Oh, that's fun. Do you get that endorphin thing where you like it kicks in? And oh my God. Yeah. There's like, I never feel better than after finishing a run. See, yeah. when, when I run, the only thing I think about is not running, is stopping. Like, <laughs> you got to push through I, that. I push through it. I swear. I know. That's, I know. But people say that. And I'm like, I swear it never came. It really didn't. Like, I kept going. And I'm like, nope, this is still terrible. And I just want to die right well, now. Well, so true story. Back in college, I remember having a conversation with a friend. And both of us were just like, yeah, you know, I just think some people are built for running. And some people aren't. And we're just not. We're just not good mm-hmm. runners. We just can't do it. And you know, here I am, fifty miles later. Right. I, I'm a really good sitter. Like, <laughs> I, I can sit like no one's business. Did I tell you that story where I was <laughs> I running for fifty? Miles. Where I like was running outside, and my kids saw me. Did, did I ever tell you this? No. no. So one day, this is how much I don't like run, run. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna go for a run, and I put my get my tennis shoes on. I'm running, and I ran past a playground. My kids were there, and they saw me running. They're like, Oh my god, what's wrong? <laughs> what are you running away from? Because <laughs> certainly running wasn't from? running for. I thought I was like someone was chasing me. So Aww. yeah, I like Aww. exercise, but not so much the running. <laughs> yeah, I, I do go to the gym and run on the treadmill, but it's not fifty miles. <laughs> it's, to, it's to stay alive and not have a heart attack. Yeah, that's cool though. That's it, awesome. It took me a long time it. to get there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. I mean, that cool. that's quite an accomplishment, and I'm sure it does feel good when you achieve that i'm sure once you push past the the pain and the <laughs> it really i mean it it was it was hard don't get me wrong like it was definitely hard but it was it was one of the best days i've had in in years i mean one of my favorite days like it was just it was wow. so much fun so much fun that is great so so working around all these innovators entrepreneurs startups does it encourage you to want to start your own business? Do you have ideas where you're like, uh, oh, I, I could do that? Yes. Yeah, oh my it, gosh, it would, absolutely yeah. does. Um, the problem is that I'm married to an entrepreneur. So yeah. uh, it's hard to have two entrepreneurs in the right. family, right? Yep. Yeah. You know this, Shane. <laughs> yeah. Sure is. Shane lives that <laughs> <Sorry>. life. <laughs> no, we make it work. If that's what you're used to, it feels pretty normal. But yeah, yeah. it is. It's risky. That's the thing. Most people, I think uh, there's like one person that has sort of a more consistent income and then one is right. more of a risk taker but yeah yeah I mean it's it's really you know having health insurance is is mm-hmm. great it's fun it, it yeah, is fun. there's um yeah what's that like Chris Chris Thompson um who I worked with a bit in my last position he's always said that uh you know he believes that 
80% of America's workforce would quit their jobs if we had universal health care. Because just yeah. there's, there's so many people, you know, who have this dream, but That's they're really true. nervous to let go of that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know people who went out and got jobs just for the health insurance. Yep. Because it's, it's so expensive yeah. to get it otherwise. If I were yeah. you, I'd have a hard time just like not having like a t-shirt or something or, you know, putting blimps on butts or something <laughs> <like that. laughs> Blimp booty. Blimp booty. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. my business when I start it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, no, I, I mean, I, I love what I do. I would love to do something on the side just to, you know, kind of experiment with it mm-hmm. and, and see a little bit more firsthand, um, you know, w- what it's like. Um, but I think, you know, among the running and the volunteer activity and we have two small children and my right. husband's business, I, I think it's going to have to wait a few years. Sure. That's totally understandable. It's all about the timing. <laughs> exactly. It's all about the timing. Mm-hmm. So, so what are, what are some of your favorite things to do in town when you're not running or working or singing karaoke? I think sleeping is the only thing left. Sleeping, okay, yeah. (laughs) No, we are huge, huge fans of Cuyahoga Valley National Park, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, When we were trying to decide where to move when we moved back to Northeast Ohio, that was really one of the huge um, factors in in where we ended up settling. It's just, it's this incredible asset that we have. And there's so many people in this area who don't make use of it, which makes me sad, but. Right, mm -hmm. yeah, it's literally in in our backyards. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, not many cities like ours have a national park. Yeah. Just kind of in the middle of it. It's sort of habitual. Like if your family does that and that's sort of something like a tradition you already have, you probably go to the park. But I think it, I think we should put an effort to get like pe- people that don't normally do that to try it. It's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so and now's, now's a really fun time to be down there, too, because mm-hmm. the herons sure. are all nesting. Oh, yeah. oh, that's cool. So we took the kids down there this weekend and, um, you know, tried to tell them that they were pterodactyls, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we told them the truth. But. It's a good way to get them to behave, too. Good way to get mm-hmm. them down there. Yeah, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always like. I say if you know how people ask if you're going to be an animal, what's your animal? You know, and I'm like, I'm a blue heron because similar to a blue heron, they nest in a very specific place. There's sort of an oddity, you know, and they like like very specific conditions. And so that's what I think of it as an acronite too. like we have this own, our own like quirky way, you know, so we're all just blue herons. Nice. I like it. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. a good animal to be. That's right. Kind of majestic, you know? Yeah. I certainly <laughs> am not built like a blue heron, but. <laughs> Anywho. Um, <laughs> so what, what do you like to do for fun in Akron? What's What do you do like on a date night or... What are your favorite restaurants? We are, well, honestly, we love just going out and like grabbing drinks and some good food Mm -hmm. and hanging out. Um, You know, I know like as a parent of a small, of small children, you Mm -hmm. don't always get that time to talk. So that's our typical date night. Um, I sort of wish we had like a play, like a place where the kids could run around and then you could just eat and oversee the kids playing around. I haven't figured that out in my head. With like a soundproof wall in between the two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is that too far? Too far? Well, yeah. <laughs> right. You, you could like convert some of the Akron Zoo exhibits into like a kid's playground where you can kind of watch them from outside the glass. Yeah, there you go. Go hang out and, with the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Right. Go. We're going to grab this thirsty so, dog yeah, here right exactly. here. Like a it's playground perfect. overlooking a brewery. Right. <laughs> I think, mm. you know, it have to be worked, you know, reworked somehow. Who's, who's but... ready to start this business? I like Let's that go. idea. Yeah. I'm sure the liability can insurance Can you help me set fine. that up? Yeah, right. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Playground slash brewery. That's good. That's right. That's fantastic. 
So um, what, what are some other uh, significant things coming up um, in, in your world and in entrepreneurship world? I know you have a, you said you have a meetup coming up um, on April 18th. And there's also uh, April 13th is an the open house. Bounce. For, open house. Bounce. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's going to be a really interesting opportunity, I think, for people to come in if they're not familiar with the companies who are in Bounce already. Um, some of those companies will have their doors open. Um, so you can actually go in and meet the entrepreneurs that are working out of there and see their space. Um, which again, you know, can be anything from lab space to, I think Crafty Mart is going to have their offices open, you know, lots of different types of spaces there. And then a chance to see the first floor too, before all those walls come down. So it'll be a pretty dramatic before and after, I think. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, and, and I, you're probably also tapped into the North side marketplace, right? I mean, that's another, um, you see a lot of startups in there. I mean, more of the retail variety yep. and food. But yeah, it's a. I, I love going there, and I love that rolled ice cream. You ever try that, Shane? I haven't tried it, but I photographed the the owners like rolling the ice yes. cream, so it looked really exciting. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet it's either. Good. So we need an ice cream date, Shane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I love Northside, and I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, it's just a cool space to hang out in, um, and great place to do you know oh, local yeah. shopping. But I I also love it just from the scaling standpoint. Like we talked about earlier, that yeah. a lot of businesses are, you know, have um, challenges figuring out how to to make that jump. Like if they've been operating um, out of their home or doing like the you know the pop up market uh, circuit, but then how you know maybe they're not quite ready to get an entire storefront. Northside is the perfect stepping stone. So it gives them you know a space to kind of work out you know how to keep control of inventory and how to staff and that sort of thing um, with. Uh, you know, help from others. It's it's really tremendous. That's really cool because it is like kind of when people, when it falls apart sometimes, when you jump too quickly and you really right. want to have like a location and then if you don't have the location, you can't make your goods and get certification properly. So... I think that's really exciting. And there's there are actually 49 vendors, I believe, in Northside Marketplace. I just had to photograph them. So <laughs> there's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You could have a shelf days. there. I yep. mean, you, you could just have yes. like one shelf of goods and mm-hmm. be your own business yeah. in that space. It's really neat. So what do you have some events coming up, Chris? Is there anything on your calendar? Uh, yes, I think there is. I can talk about one. So okay. um, the Gay Community Endowment Fund... Yeah. Uh, yay. Uh, is having its annual meeting coming up. And um, and in tandem with this, I have a, an art opening with um, a series that I'm doing about the transgender population in Akron. And so that's happening that same night. It's April 19th, 5 to 8 o'clock. Really excited about that. I, I look forward to that. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. sounds like an excellent storytelling project. It really is. I met so many amazing people through this process and learned so much. This this um, issue is just ha- there's so much information about different people's experiences and the different ways that people identify and their journeys. And it's just really fascinating. And I think that when people think of transgender, they think of that more of a, of a as a national issue and people say like, well, we don't have a lot of people like that in Akron. So not true. And it's like, so I'm really excited to help people wrap their heads around that locally and to hopefully, um, make that more of an acceptable, you know, thing here in Akron as well. 
So and I'm on the board of that organization and have gotten a sneak peek at oh. some of your work and it is beautiful. <laughs> Thank so I'm you. super excited. And that's going to be a fun night out too. Like there's a comedian yeah. um, who's going to be the MC and there's mm-hmm. going to be music. And I, I don't want people to be scared away yeah. by the word meeting. The, the meeting part, <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think Phil has committed to keeping it to like minimized. 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I like there's that. a choral group too that's <laughs> yeah. going to be performing. I love that. That's going to be so fun. So. Oh, is, um, the North Coast yeah, 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 yeah. So that's really neat. So that whole night's gonna be so. Fun. So I have a couple of things. Um, I'm sorry, Shane. I know nope, I'm good. You talking. go. Mm-mm. April third, which is actually Tuesday. So I'm hoping I post this by Tuesday. Um, I should be able to. Maj Regain Poetry Reading um, in Kent uh, is part of the Wick Poetry Center, which is a really cool organization. They do a lot of storytelling type of projects as well. Um, work with a lot of vulnerable vulnerable populations. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, this Thursday, Matt Garrett in the Continental Orchestra. Matt Garrett, I think, is a part of Open Tone Jazz, uh, uh, jazz musicians who educate younger musicians, do performances. There, he's playing at Live Music Now, which is a new music venue that opened up on Cameron Boulevard. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's at 7 p.m. on Friday at that same place. Road Street Rude Boys will be playing an acoustic set. Um, me and Zach Friedhoff will be playing opening uh, for Road Street to doing some acoustic songs of our own, um, which should be a lot of fun. But live music now is, is a really, I don't know if either of you have been there yet, um, the Kenmore Neighborhood Alliance. They basically partnered with a business owner or a, a, a property owner there in a, a bar that was defunct. They reopened it as a fundraiser for the KNA. So... So it's basically run like a bar, and you pay a, a suggested donation when you go in, but all the proceeds go to the Kenmore Neighborhood Alliance, Ooh. which I think is a I great been there. model check that out. Yeah. for using uh, activating unused space in a neighborhood. Take that neighborhood's mm-hmm. nonprofit and nice. and open some like for profit type of business. Like I could see like coffee shops and restaurants also being opened that have that same function. And then the money goes back to the community. Right, the money I goes back. So, so all the employees are basically Smart. volunteers mm-hmm. from the. Uh, neighborhood nonprofit. So Fun. what, what a cool, cool place. And, mm-hmm. and as I mentioned earlier, I mean, we'll be on again before then, but May 3rd is our big on the table results at Knight Center. Um, mm-hmm. That's a free event, but we request that you do RSVP. You can find that mm-hmm. on the Acro Community Foundation's Facebook page. Um, I think that's all. I have I'm going now. to see uh, Sunday, April 8th. I'm going to go see the production of Chicago at Firestone High School. I love high school plays. <laughs> Me too. And I, I'm, I've been photographing for Akron Public Schools, and so I got to go photograph like them rehearsing, and I was crying the entire time. I mean, every like... It's amazing what they're doing at these schools. And I'm like, it's embarrassing because I'm trying to cry out of the eye. I'm not taking pictures with. And these kids are blowing my mind. And the teachers are so wow. committed. And the whole, I mean, they're just entranced. The, the, their like participation in like excitement was just amazing. So There's a lot of good art being created by high schoolers. Uh-huh. Not only that. I mean, visual art, oh, yeah. theater, music. And they're, I, I've been... Uh, fortunate enough to be mentors to some uh, journalism students through Global mm-hmm. Ties, uh, a program they're doing, and so, seeing some of the videos and uh, articles that these college journalism students are right. creating are amazing. Like mm-hmm. I was not that good when I was that age, and some of these videos are better than what I can do now. And yep. I mean, it's very promising that we have a whole yes. uh, 
generation of young storytellers who yeah. are really nailing it out there. Yes, and I'm working with an intern that was um, from through the Excel Center that's straight out of college. Well, she's in college, but like young, young writer, and she's like doing the most amazing writing for that for the project for the Gay Community Endowment Fund too. So I agree, like it just it blows me away. These kids are smart. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're young, but they're they're so smart. Yeah, I feel like they. Uh, oops. <laughs> She's abusing her mic cable. <laughs> so do you have any events uh, coming up that uh, um, Canopy is Race at the Raffles coming yes. up, isn't it? On April 14th. This is my first year going. I'm Woo! really excited. Yeah. You're a regular at that one. I am. Shane? I'm on the board of Canopy, so I'll have a table. And I've now asked for our table to be next to the table that you'll be at. Yes. So like all of our peeps will be Fun table. Is that the derby thing where you wear the crazy hat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a Kentucky, Kentucky Derby theme and you can wear a hat and I have big, like, it's a theme, right? So I, I have big plans. I still need to find a hat. Yeah. yeah. You can borrow. I have an extra one if you oh, want to wear the one I wear. Yes. Yeah. But um, it's so much fun. So they have horse races all night and you give your horses like a naughty name and then you get to hear it like announced all night long <laughs> as they race against each other. <laughs> John and I were talking about going the opposite because we had heard that that's, you know, that's the trend. We, we had talked about going the opposite direction and giving ours like a very prim and proper name it, just it to have could that work. peppered in. Yeah, yeah. in juxtaposition it, to the other name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the name of my horse. I really can't even say it right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's what I love about this night. It's like good adult fun. Everyone has a sense of humor. It's such a fun crowd. You should go to this. You know, like get tickets. There's still tickets available. Super excited. Mm -hmm. Great cause. So much fun. Wonderful cause for our LGBTQ uh, organization here in town. And yep, and a good party. I like that combination. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Any other events or anything you'd like to plug? Even if it's something personal, you know? No, I feel, yeah, I think we about covered it. There's a lot okay. going on in April. Always. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been talking about this with my colleagues here, and I think people wait until April to plan events. Oh, my gosh. And I, yeah. Because it's supposed <laughs> to be warm in April. It's not yet, but it's supposed to be. So, right. yeah, you get, yeah, there's a deluge of events that oh, yeah. happen. And then it's just through, like, August or September, there's going to be a lot of stuff mm -hmm. going on in Akron. I can so. feel that because I'm preparing for events. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I'm basically nonstop working, like, when I go to work now for the next two weeks. So that's all in preparation for fun April stuff. Yeah, as much as, as, much as I dislike winter, it's kind of a break from a lot of things that are usually going on that, you know, we, we all go to. Mm -hmm. So, um, so Heather, where can people find out more about... Uh, bounce about the eBay thing anything you know ab about what you do or are there any websites we can direct people to or? sure so first of all for resources Akron is for entrepreneurs.org is a phenomenal resource um, that was something that was started actually before I was um, even in my last role for the fund for our economic future but that was something that I helped manage as as part of that role and continue to do so um, but it, it's a great place to find out resources if you're looking for assistance, whether you're just starting out or whatever phase of business you're in. That's a great place. And then, um, honestly, I think that the you know various Facebook pages are probably the easiest way to keep up with things right now, especially because Bounce mm -hmm. doesn't have a website up and running yet. Um, that nonprofit, you know, just got formed, just hired their ED, so they're still, you know, getting up and running. So um, Facebook, I think, is probably the best place. I think that's the key to keeping connected in Akron. Like some some people will tell me, well, I didn't know about this or I didn't know about that. It really is like find what you're interested in and go and like those individual Facebook pages. Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's Facebook and Twitter. So and just kind of 
have a little collection and then you'll, you'll never be out of the loop. Exactly. We'll, we'll read events every week. I go to my Facebook event invites. That's where I find everything. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, yeah. a good, it's a good calendar in and of itself. So you go just to the events and like where they're, they're like accumulated there, you mean? No, I just go to my profile and then click events and anything that I've been invited to just shows up. Oh, that's on my good phone. to know. It doesn't happen on my <laughs> web browser for some reason, but on my oh, mobile Facebook weird. app. So yeah. Okay, so, cool. Good tips. Good way to keep track. Yeah. Right. So, so Heather, thanks so much for joining Thank us. Oh, thanks um, for having busy. me. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're doing a lot of great things out in the community. You're, you're helping a lot of people, you know, get off the ground and you're, you're providing a valuable resource. So we're, we're lucky to have you here in town. So we hope you stay. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I <laughs> okay, love this good. job. I feel very lucky to be here. And so. if you see Heather out and about, uh, pressure her to do some karaoke. <laughs> yeah. I got to hear this. I got to hear this opera, this, uh, the, you know, the, the opera, uh, uh college education. Gotta I'm going to start singing bad opera. Yeah. I have a I'm plan. Sure I'm going to, I'm going to try to sing opera. And when I do it really badly, you'll get frustrated and be like, just give me the microphone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Opera karaoke. <laughs> opera okey. Yeah. Opera okey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather, thanks so much. And Shane, thank you for, for joining us today as well. Yeah, and thank you. as always, keep it an, an Akron, Akron day. day.